Uh, hello there. We're the McAfee's, and this and, is uh, wrecked. Uh, we're all wrecked. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Rex Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Doing very well today. It's Monday. It's a blizzard up here in Canada. And uh, we have the McAfee's to talk to to, to bring some sunshine into our day. So uh, I, I'm feeling pretty good. Before we get back to the show, let's hear from our sponsors. Want to put your extensive sports knowledge to the test? Get it done with my bookie. With the NFL season in full swing and the NBA and NHL season upon us, it's time to get off the sideline and get into the action with MyBookie. Best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they will give you $1,000. That's double your initial deposit so you can bet it all on your favorite picks. Use promo code R-E-K-T to activate the offer. That's promo code RECT to double your cash visit mybookie.ag today you play you win you get paid the uh the epitome of the crypto power couple i would say that's right (laughs) (laughs) jason john would you agree (laughs) no i would agree no if only that were true i mean we're living um not living but we're our only communications with the outside world is through a fucking Faraday cage, which is where we are right, right now. now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That is a straight Faraday cage. Wow. That is it's a great fucking cage. So now, um, power people don't have to do that, do they? <laughs> I don't think so. That's very true. Uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, John, but you were actually on with us uh, about a year and a half ago. It was actually the, our sixth episode ever. And to date, we have now done 128 episodes. So you've circled back around. Now, recurring guests and friends of the show. So we just want to thank you for taking the time to, uh, you know, join us again and, you know, for giving us uh, the time of day on only our sixth episode way back when. So appreciate it. Hey, uh, we're happy to be on with you. So uh, let's just get right into it now. So how, I mean, I bet I could just ask you, so what's going on in your life? And you could talk for an hour. So (laughs) what is going on in the life of the McAfee's at the current moment? Um, at the current moment, we mostly just Netflix and chill. <laughs> You're not so different from me, then. <laughs> no, we're, we're your average couple, trust yes, me. Yes, we are. He's and doing, the, uh, he's stuff, I book interviews, and yeah. then we Netflix and chill. Yeah, oh, and we, we smoke in between. Oh, of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> so a- any uh, Netflix recommendations uh, that we should be watching? Which one? Um, any recommendations? You know, we've been watching a lot of documentaries. Oh, for Netflix. I thought yes. it was about me. It's all about the, doc- the documentaries. <laughs> oh, sorry. They're really good. They're so good, oh, but I can't yes. remember the names of them okay. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chamber, are you, you going to ask for weed recommendations? I will also take any but weed recommendations also. That's how good they were. We've watched doc, uh, documentaries on artists that no one had heard of before yes. that were like today. were so fucking fantastic. Sukowski. Sukowski, yes. That was his name. <laughs> um, we've watched uh, documentaries on plastic in the ocean and discovered. And this, and, and I'm going, that can't be fucking true. They claim there's an island of plastic in the Pacific Ocean. Wow. Twice the size of the state of Texas. I'm like, fuck. Oh, so, you know, Genesis yeah. J, man, I'm writing shit down when yes. I go to documents going, man, I didn't, I'm going to check this shit out. So I checked it out, all right? Yes. It's true. Yes. There is an island of plastic floating in the northern Pacific in a circular path. Oh, my goodness. Twice. Twice the size of the state of Texas. Well, uh, why didn't anybody tell me that shit before? Because <laughs> that's important. People go, we got a problem with plastic. And I got images of a few porpoises here and there. They can't open their mouths. They're noisy motherfuckers anyway. Um, or, or, you know, you know, a, a fish eating or a bird eating a piece of plastic. Fuck no. No, we have a new goddamn continent forming <laughs> out of plastic. Yes. I, don't you think we should tell somebody? We <laughs> probably should. We probably should. I remember when I was a kid, it was, uh, it was, uh, there was a, uh, a hole in the ozone the size of Australia, and now we have an island of plastic. Uh, twice the size of Texas. Uh, Maybe they'll get together and something new. Maybe you could plug one with the other somehow. I'm not sure. I don't know the logistics of it. Maybe the transformers, when they come, are not going to be made out of steel. They're going to be made out of plastic. Right? <laughs> and we'll accept them because they look just like our toys when we were kids. So <laughs> <laughs> well, so we got a we got Netflix and chill a island full of plastic. Uh, what else we got going on? So uh, we were you know doing a little prep before the show, and we took a uh, we took a look at McAfee2020.com. So I think what's interesting here is the uh, one of the taglines on here says the first campaign in exile. And I think that's uh, very interesting. Can you talk a little bit about what's going on with all of that and any new developments for you? Yeah, I'd rather not get into any personalities, least of all my own, uh, (laughs) discussing this subject. Well, let me tell you why. Um, You have to realize it doesn't fucking matter who the president is. Nothing changes. You, please, God, look at our history. Nothing ever changes. Whatever is built is destroyed by the next administration, and we have this flat, even, war-torn field between two parties that are vying for control of the American hearts and minds. So now, um, it doesn't matter in this environment. But worse than that, the politicians don't matter. When I say politicians, presidents, congressmen, senators, your local fucking sheriff, if he's elected as a politician, um, these people don't matter. Here's why. The deep state, and I'm talking about the CIA here as the main leader, including you know NSA, the military intelligence, and so on, 14 covert agencies in our government, um, view politicians and have a word for them. They call them transients. Hmm. Why? Presidents come and go you know, every four years or every eight at the, at the outside. 
If you're in a covert agency like the CIA, you're there for life, not till you retire. Nobody retires ever from the CIA. Instead, your paycheck, instead of coming from the U.S. government, comes from some secret corporation offshore or onshore, and nothing changes. Everybody knows this. So these people, and I believe that they're not evil people, please God, no, they, they actually believe that they're doing the best for America's interests, and they're concerned about national security. However, what happens is, since these transients come and go, they're not there for any purpose other than to amuse and distract the American public from what's really fucking happening. And how easy is it to control the president? If you control the truth. Because if there is truth about the world, our covert agencies have that truth. So uh, I think that's interesting. And I think uh, so that... Uh had a, I had another question when I was on your website, and I think I kind of get the gist of it now. One of the other taglines on there was, don't vote McAfee. So I, I think <laughs> you made that point, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Just don't vote for me. I'll <laughs> <laughs> vote for Janice. <laughs> well, oh, well, uh, why am I running? Uh, why am I running? Because it gives me an opportunity to access the na national stage like it did in 2016 when I ran. So that I can say to the world what I just said to you. Look at the Absolutely. Look at the Chamber, find, out who the, who, find out who the deep state is first, how it got there, and then figure out what to do. But looking at our presidents and Congress, and fuck, has that gotten us anywhere? <laughs> Look at our mess based on the people we put into office. I, Chamber, I, you, I was going to say, yeah, I... I wish I could. I, I I can't, unfortunately. But I think uh, you know that's that's a that's a good point because I I just like the fact that you're taking that position and saying, hey, uh, I, I'm throwing my hat in the ring, but it's just to have this stage that we can actually. I think you know it, it, the the current president tried to do a version of that uh, when he ran in in 2016, where it's I'm I'm just going to show you what you know I'm going to take you behind the curtain uh, and show you what the real politics are all about. And you know, maybe he did that, maybe he didn't do that. Uh, but I think in, in your in, in your case, it's it's a much more knowledge based uh, platform, uh, and I think you can convey that message significantly better than maybe the current president did. <laughs> right. Well, here's why Donald Trump didn't take us behind the curtain. It was because Dwight Eisenhower in the 1950s, as he left office, warned us all as Americans: beware of two things: the military-industrial complex and the CIA. He was leaving office, so he squeaked by. The next president to challenge the CIA was John F. Kennedy. Did it very openly. That didn't we know what happened so well. to him. We know what happened to him. Um, Nixon was the next, but not, not overtly, but just a little bit. What happened to him? He was forced to resign. Nobody since Nixon has challenged the power of the CIA, so Trump couldn't take us behind the curtain. Nobody can take us behind the curtain. It's all based on a need to know. Transients, people who come and go, don't have much of a need to know anything. Interesting. Uh, 
I think the, the there's a good segue because we're talking deep state, we're talking CIA. I gotta ask about the uh, formation of the whacked token. Uh, so I've been seeing this all over Twitter lately, and then even now to the point where I just saw you tweet today that, uh, you know, you're already being censored on the website and everything. So, uh, talk a little bit about that. Oh, okay. All right. So here, I'm glad that people are revisiting Epstein because I was one of the most vocal people to say, good God, people get a clue. He could not have committed suicide. Let's look at the facts. Six feet, one inch tall, hung himself from a five foot seven inch bunk. Mm-hmm. And from that, that low bunk, managed to hang himself in a way that broke his neck in multiple places, similar to what happens when people are strangled. Now, he had a cellmate that could have been a witness, but that cellmate was transferred out of his cell six hours before he committed suicide. So you think, well, let's look at let's look at the video footage. No, the video cameras were mal-aligned and showed nothing. Well, let's look at the fucking guards on duty. Ah, oh, now here's another kicker. They were sent home early. They were sent home early because there was cleaning going on. <laughs> well, you got to clean. I mean, you got to clean. <laughs> I mean, I'm a firm believer that coincidence has some value. I mean as something to laugh at, if nothing else. But you put a series of coincidences strung together within a matter of hours in one place in this fucking universe. <laughs> you, you have... <laughs> I, I, I once heard of... ...getting hit by a meteor <laughs> commuting to the office than that. I once heard a, a coincidence was a one in a million shot, and we're literally adding a factor of seven or eight to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's uh, the, the number is yeah. astronomical. Please, please, God, let's get real. I, I th- and I think I think for the most part, everybody pretty much agrees with the fact that you know it 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 doesn't it doesn't add up. Uh, I, I think yeah. it's but, but there's not a lot of feedback have- on the other side. But you asked about the whacked token. Okay, so, mm-hmm. all right, so I've got a funny idea. Um, <laughs> no, hang on, but listen, it's more sophisticated than it fucking looks like. So now, all right, so let's do a whacked token. It's back in business. Why? It'll keep more attention on Jeffrey possibly being whacked, right? Because the more public attention on something, somebody has to say something. And it Explain something like, how about explain a series of circumstances to me? All right, that would be one. So, um, so what I did, but I, I, I tried to create it in a real system, a real way, in a real manner. So, it's a, it's a deflationary token because out of every tran- every transaction, ten percent is chopped off. Right? This is our <laughs> no wait. Is this not the system of the pyramidal power structure? Okay. You get your 10%, you get your 10%, you get your 10%. However, in this system, things often go awry, and people simply have to be removed. So randomly, randomly, (laughs) of one out of 1,000 transactions, 
the recipient gets nothing. Oh my it, God. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's a hundred million coins. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> you've been, you've been got whacked. <laughs> so you see what I've combined. What I've combined is a deflationary coin, which we're giving away for free, and we're listing just to see what happens. But but many of the deflationary coins have actually gone up in value. Why? Because the supply goes to into infinitely small, <clears throat> right? So. You've got an attractive coin, except, okay, you might be that one in a thousand right. that gets whacked and you lose everything. Uh, <laughs> and, and there's no footage. <laughs> the, guards, the guards were cleaning. The blockchain, uh, the blockchain was cleaning. We, we did not receive that transaction. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry, no. It was burned. <laughs> I, hope I, love that. I hope this has not inconvenienced your life. Now, are you willing to risk it and totally every, uh, you know, and going, well, I don't know. I mean, the more we transact with this, the more valuable it gets. <laughs> anyway, I just I like playing jokes. This is a great one. I think it's. I actually think it's pretty hilarious <laughs> and well and well thought out. And I think that you know, I think you're right. It does keep the uh, the public on a topic that you know shouldn't go ignored. We can't, please God, people. I beg you, we can't let the government continue to sweep shit like this under the rug. They're so good at doing it. You know they'll. Uh, who knows whose daughter had to be kidnapped for the pathologist to say to rule, oh, I rule it a suicide. Yeah. Good God, with that information? How did that happen? Mm. Either yeah. paid or forced or ordered or something. And that, now, don't go, I'm sorry. It's official. We had the path. We've done everything we're supposed to do. I mean, we investigated it. That's how we found out that there was no tape. There was no guards. There was no cellmate, for that matter. And we forgot to measure Jeffrey and did not know he was taller than the bunk that he hung himself from. I apologize. <laughs> um, so how can people get their hands uh, at on some whacked token? Well, okay. Uh, this, it's an airdrop um, this Friday. Okay. Uh, you, see, you can sign up by going to... Whacked. That's W H A C K D. No E. Token. Dot com. It's a secure site. We're not trying to steal your money or your ID. So. Um, <laughs> and then there's there's actually a Twitter account at Whacked Token. Token. Dot com just went live today. Just to you know, our timing couldn't be better. Trying, I think. to make it. You know, more than just oh, that was a joke. No, we're actually doing the token. You know, we're burning. The wood. Everything is there. So I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to start paying Chamber and Whack Token. Hopefully, yeah. that every thousandth transaction, he doesn't get money from me. <laughs> uh, here's what I hope. I hope one of two things: uh, either people like it and, and love it and um, talk about it, or they hate me even more for trying to scam the world by yet one other token I'm promoting. Both of them are the same. Why? <laughs> Both get the same attention on the issue of police people. It's not just me and my vices and, and unruly behaviors. 
the government's whacking people. Wake up. Don't get whacked. That, that's wrecked. Correct <laughs> 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 AF. So you you mentioned you're listing it as well. So is that just is that going to be on uh, McAfee decks? And what is you know, what else? Is- I've got no power to list anywhere else. I mean, sure. God knows what I would have to do. <laughs> so uh, is McAfee Binance live and everything that listed on Binance? Yeah, I'm right. sure I have to do favors that I would be reluctant to do. So. Agreed. So when did you I'm guys sorry, when, did you launch, when did you launch uh, McAfee Dex? Uh, it's been four weeks now. It's in oh. beta. Um, we, uh, we currently have uh, only the Ethereum blockchain and all the ERC co- tokens from ERC20 to ERC1440. Uh, hopefully within a few hours we will have Tron up. It's been working on their Test net for some reason, Tron's test net and main net are not exactly in sync, but we'll get that fixed. Um, and then we'll be adding Binance, uh, NEO, and EOS at uh, the end of the year. No cross chain transactions yet. That's not until the second quarter. When we have cross chains, we'll put it down into production. Uh, there are no listing fees. You want to list a coin on our exchange, you press the button at the top of the page saying add token. Uh, you put in the technical specs, you're listed. We have nothing to do with it. We hold nobody's money. We charge We charge uh, nothing for documentation, processing, or whatever's happening. We don't even want to know who you are. No email, nothing. You just use our portal, and our portal allows you to have a user interface into the smart contracts on the blockchains, and you can then transact your peer. So we are, we can't be shut down now. Our, our logic is the smart contracts. Mm-hmm. If the SEC or the IRS or the feds go shut it down, I go, wow, fuck, I'd love to agree. It's more trouble than it's worth. However, I can't. It's there. And it's distributed because we already have almost 30 additional portals that individuals have set up, hopefully 100 by the end of the year around the world can't be shut down. Now, so is there a token is, associated with that as well, or is that is it just the exchange? I'm sorry? Is there a token associated with it? No. Oh, yeah, no, no, there is actually. Well, there is a token. It's complicated, right? <laughs> the, 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 the corporate structure of McAfee Dex involves switch decks that a company I've worked with for almost two years now to get this thing out the door. They're the technology arm. Um, and so there's, you know, but it's a bad place to, to talk about it. I'm not, it will look like I'm trying to promote the fucking coin. If you understand. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I, would, I would rather not say anything. Sure. Uh, I, I, we got to go back to, you know, we started the whole conversation with Netflix and chill and we got, we, we had some questions about the upcoming movie coming out about you. And I think we saw, uh, who is it, Chamber? Zac Efron? Yeah, I think that's that's Zac Efron's going to be he, in the movie he's now. Replacing, he's replacing Seth Rogen, who plays the reporter. Okay, he's playing the reporter. So who's playing you? Michael Keaton. Mike, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I think so. I think it, that's it was Johnny. It was Johnny Depp to start, and I was fucking miserable. But I've got no control over the film, by the way, boys and girls. This is an independent thing. Some people started. Uh, I'm making no money from it whatsoever. 
Uh, you can make a movie about anybody. It's a free world. But I've got no control. Um, although, uh, I have a good rapport with the screenwriters. And so we natter back and forth. I mean, for example, all right, when they chose Johnny Depp, I was not a happy camper. So... So I wrote, um, so, so Brisky, who is the fucking screen? It's been a, been a year since I've talked to him. Anyway, and said, uh, I am absolutely disappointed that your choice of Johnny Depp to play me in this movie said, um, just because I have had a skin condition since birth, which makes my skin appear white, doesn't mean that you can choose a white man to play me. Okay. <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh, this gets good. So <clears throat> he didn't find anything back the next day or because I know he researched this. Next day he shoots an email with an attachment from a website that Johnny Depp's grandparents, one of them was in fact black. That's right. So I swear to God, this is the truth. <laughs> so now and he goes Mr. McAfee, I'm just so disappointed in you. Um, you know, a man that professes to know so much information, okay, would not know that, of course, we would choose a black man to play you. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, uh, Chamber, you had some questions here, right? I did, I did. Right. Now, I, I, I recall... There was a sigh of relief in your tweet when Zach Efron replaced Seth Rogen. Is that correct? Oh, yes. And here's why. Okay. First of all, it's based on a real goddamn story. Okay. Of a wired reporter who became a good friend and a really good enemy um, who wrote a, a, an ebook about his encounter with me. Mm-hmm. Now, Seth Rogen is the opposite to who that character was. The total fucking opposite. I'm going, how can any truth possibly come out of this movie if Seth Rogen is playing <laughs> the, guy who looks like, the guy who looks like Zac Efron? Yeah, that's I mean, that's, so, you wouldn't get those two confused, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> and not just looks like him, but acts like him I as well. All right. They're, they're, they could be one and the same person. So I go, fuck, yes. Somebody woke the fuck up. All right. Nice. <laughs> well, that'd be good. I was I was worried that there was an actual issue with Seth Rogen himself, but it's just a, a matter well, of... Know, if you want to know who they're modeling him after, they're modeling him after Josh Davis, the author. And, and he was the reporter who came down to police to live with me for a while while he was writing this piece for Wired magazine. Well, it turned into way more than what that poor bastard had <laughs> and expected, okay? I mean, seriously, more. Because he insisted on hanging with me, and I'm going, are you sure? Uh, buckle up. <laughs> yeah. 24, 24 hours a day, and I said, you know, because most people in my situation would go, are you fucking crazy? I mean... I would have to shoot you after the first three minutes. I mean, <laughs> last three minutes before I would be obligated to put a bullet in your head. But <laughs> me, I said, fuck yeah. Because so, I wanted to see, how is this going to end up? Okay, well, it ended up finally in a fucking movie. I mean, I'm going, god damn, 
did I make the right goddamn choice? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, had I not allowed it, this movie could not have happened. That's true. And it was only a three-week period of my life wow. and a three-year three period of Josh's life. He's actually said that before. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Listen, I, I was living a fairly real life down there in the world as the wealthiest person in the, sense, in the, in the uh, middle of the country, the jungle area, the only white man in a 15,000 population um, black slash mestizo culture. And I'm not a racist, if you think. No, please God, I'm just saying. Only white man. So I, I do stand out. Right. I can't hide. I can't sort of disguise myself. You mean, you mean light, light-skinned black man, correct? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Legend. Yeah. 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 I, I, would have had to, I would have had to have Johnny Depp's help. In order to right, of so. course. <laughs> um, I, well, I think I remember you saying at one point that you would, uh, you would, if you had to cast it yourself, you would have wanted Morgan Freeman to play you. Oh, fuck, yes, that dude could have played this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with calm and dignity. Calm and dignity. I could see. I, I could. I mean, at least in the voice, for sure. <laughs> oh, I could totally see it. Uh, but this reporter was was literally traumatized when he when he went back. I'm serious. He was traumatized. I, was, I didn't finish, so I'm the only white man in this area. So every single person looks at me as easy fucking prey. Number one, we can all just kill him and tell nobody, or. Just some of us kill him, and if somebody finds out, they're not going to tell on us, or you name it. So I had to surround myself. And you may call this paranoia, but you fucking try it, man. You go out of the jungle and you build this thing which no one's ever seen before, fucking compound with spectacular buildings and fast boats flying up and down the river and all this shit um, by yourself with just you and your handgun, or God forbid you don't even have that. And you tell me you're not going to be surrounded by people, your own security. Why would, but why they, well, I think people want to know why that area of beliefs, but I think it has to do with your, with your laboratory and you were making the topical antibiotics and the flowers that you were no, gathering. It, it had to do with that no, no American, no British person, no gringo had moved ever into the interior of Belize. It's not fucking much there except crocodiles and monkeys <laughs> and, you know, mosquitoes that blacken the sky. But other than that, Ooh. it was nothing there. And so I chose to go there because I was sick of the plastic world in San Pedro, the American mecca for the uh, newly rich or the richly retired. Um, I was sick of that shit. And so after two years of that, I... I, built, I didn't sell anything. I, I moved. I came back and forth every week. I flew back to San Pedro. I basically moved me into the jungle, built a compound. The people I chose to protect me, people said, why did you choose ex-criminals? Well, here's one reason. Okay, if I hire a security guard who's had training with the weapon and is a good shot and has a wife and kids and gets off five, <laughs> compare that to my finest uh, security. His name was Soldier, 47 years old, and spent 28 of them in prison 
in 17 different offenses in a country where murder only gets you six, five months. So now I hired those sort of people. Everybody was terrified of my security, including the police, the army, everybody. I just organized a bunch of gangsters. Um, I'd never ordered them to go out and raid other cities in the, in the building, you know, in the jungle or uh, have a revolution. No, I said, your job is to make sure I continue breathing at least until every Friday when you get paid. <laughs> and hopefully that Friday, you will want to get paid next. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not breathing that Friday, you don't get paid. I don't care if you worked Monday through Thursday, 24 hours. <laughs> no. Hey, are we all clear? Everybody was clear. I never had a fucking problem. Everybody else did. I don't know why. It seemed very ordinary to me. <laughs> Take a note. It's really good. It's a good Holy story. smokes. Uh, Janice, who's playing you in the movie? Oh, I don't. I'm. I'm not sure. That, I don't think they're covering our time together. Yes, yeah, I'm not. not yeah, I don't think. I don't think Janice is part of that. This yeah. is a three-week period of my life. That's that's all this movie is. Yeah, and to me, look back on it, and it was not a particularly dramatic three-week period for right. you, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Josh, though. I don't know. It might. That's what my. That's what my life is. Um, and that's another reason that, that you know. Uh, Pinkerton guards could never possibly hang with me. They would go, holy fuck. I'm <laughs> but you take you take soldier who who had been in prison more than ten times for murder. Um he looked at me as okay. In fact, I will tell you what, the night that they raided the day they raided us, um the, I mean, the G, the gang suppression unit, the, the prime minister's personal bodyguards, trained by the FBI in Quantico, Virginia, and and armed by the CIA through the State Department. They came in, over 40 of them, stormed the property, you know, just destroyed my shit, shot my dog, and took me to jail at the end of that day. I didn't, I didn't stay very long, but they put me in the same pickup truck with Soldier. The guy was just explaining, and they had trucks behind us with with fifty caliber fucking machine guns. Trucks in front with fifty caliber fucking machine guns, and uh, I'm a six. By then, I'm what I'm a sixty-seven year old man, right? Unarmed, okay. And soldiers, you know, after we're on the long road from the jungle to Bayley City, it's about two hours. Soldier goes, boss. I am so proud to be with you, said. Look how afraid of you they are. <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, no, it has nothing not to me. do with it. <laughs> it ain't me, Look how afraid of you they are. I didn't say that. But that was the truth of that matter. That's funny. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> All right. Uh, so, Chamber, where do we want to go next? I think we should play a little uh, Defend That Tweet. The defense is not back, Mom. Hey, let's get our energy going at the defensive end. Keep playing defense. All right, so that, that sound good? Go, go for it. Explain how this works. John, uh, oh. I, I, we, uh, what we like to do is we like to peruse you know, your Twitter feed, our guest Twitter feed, and pull up some real, real gems and really just kind of 
just explain what your thoughts were when you made the tweet. I'm going to read it to you here. Uh, this was my favorite one. Uh, this is from uh, the 9th of November, so just the other day. You go on to say, uh, lots of followers asking why I don't go on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, been on with Joe before. I'm afraid I offended him. Have reached out over the past four years to apologize, but no response from Joe. He carries a grudge. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I am dying to hear the story behind this. <laughs> I can't tell you the whole story, but and by the way, bit. okay, I was I've been on Joe's podcast before, and it was I was with Janice actually in Colorado when when I was. It doesn't matter, um, but it had nothing to do with that because that was all very blind. It had to do with that night in Bangkok in uh, 2014, um, and it was it was a comment that I made. Now listen, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you know Joe or not, but. The, the cast of characters, okay, there's a Samoan bodyguard. Um, there were two, two pairs of albino twins, women. Um, at least one pair was, apparently. Um, we had a goat and a fucking boa constrictor and a contortion. Now, <laughs> I was fine with everything up until the point of the fucking snake. And I'm going, listen, all right, I am not into harming in any way, including fucking emotionally, innocent goddamn animals. <laughs> and if you are going to continue this action with that fucking snake, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> now, you want the truth? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if I can handle it, though. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's kind of like the Joe Rogan snake story better. <laughs> uh, okay, so so here's the truth of it. All right, so uh, I was on with Joe, like I said, four maybe four years ago, and had a great old time. Everybody wants me to go on with Joe Rogan. Everybody says go on Joe Rogan, and I know. Everybody's telling his Rogan, get back at the on. But here's Joe's in my relationship. I'm not going to ask him. And he's not going to ask me. No. <laughs> it just is not happening, people. I bugged, you know, he'd say, well, yeah, in fact, I don't bother answering anymore. The answer is too complicated. So I thought, however, Joe's got a great sense of fucking humor. That's just mine. So I'm going to post this. And then make sure and everything that I just said to you, I put in comments. <laughs> in, comments in the tweet. And I know that I know people are sending those to him. Because most people believed it. Oh my god. I mean it's because I broke it up into pieces that you know that um I offended you in, in Bangkok. Um over a trivial matter involving albino twins and a uh, Polynesian chauffeur. And I'm sorry, if you want more information, you, you'll have to go to Joe. So this is just a goddamn joke, which he's going to laugh at, I think, I hope, and go, <laughs> that was cool, or that was funny, or he's going to pull one on me, and we're going to get together. Right. But if you guys expect me to say, Joe, can I come on your show? Or Joe to go, hey, hey John, would you come on my show? That ain't happening. <laughs> I like this story way better. <laughs> this is the best. Yeah, I agree. Oh my god! I, I don't think it would. Sh it wouldn't shock me if, if, <laughs> if Joe caves and does ask you to come on. So that's where that's where my money is. 
I think I think that's what uh, what the end results are going to be. I think he's going to be. We'll see if we can. Well, I, I, hope your sense of humor, I hope his sense of humor is as broad as I think it is. Otherwise, I have to imagine it is. He may send a hitman after me. Yeah, you were telling lies about me before. <laughs> I, never, I, I never even saw you in person for fuck's sake, let alone uh, a in a Bangkok uh, hotel. He's going to publicly come out about his fear of snakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chamber, we got another tweet here? I do. Um, I do have another one now. I don't know if we're going to top that one. This is the other one I have here. Um... <laughs> I'm going to go with this one here. I'm going to go with, uh, this is from the 5th of November. Just washed my hair. Shampoos and rinses are scientifically designed to strip the natural oils off of our hair and replace it with unnatural oils, for which we actually pay money for. How did this anomaly come into existence in a universe ruled by physical laws? Depend okay. on that, that, that was. That, I was just giving a brief description of the experiences of my life. I love it. In the past, in the past 10 minutes, okay? <laughs> I was in the shower. And, and Janice, by the way, why don't you tell these, okay, why don't you tell him about our joint shower experiences? Not together, but how you approach it and how I approach it. Janice is far better at this than me. What do you mean? How do we approach it? How do we approach it? Well, I approach it very rapidly. I can be in and out shaved and showered oh, and changed in 12 seconds. Yes. Okay. I can relate. Yeah, as can I. <laughs> but, but Janice, when she goes in the shower, you know, Junior and I or whoever I'm with, we all, we sit down, we turn on a movie going, if you get one that's less than 90 minutes, we can finish it. <laughs> anyway, Tim. Tell them about your soaps. I, I've never used soap. It seemed like an odd thing. Leave me to myself alone. We were talking about him and his washing his hair. You know how he came up with that tweet? It's only because he's lazy. He doesn't like washing his hair. And so, of course, there has to be something evil behind shampoo. I agree. There does have to be something evil behind shampoo. Uh, I, I, I also like the way John tweets the way I tweet. I, I definitely I tweet in the moment. So, I, I mean, I don't have to shampoo as much as John does. Uh, follically challenged that way. Sometimes I got to wash my beard a little bit, but uh, no, I, I like to tweet in the moment. So whatever's whatever I'm living at the time, uh, you can go down my my Twitter feed is very, very similar thoughts. So uh, I can appreciate I can appreciate tweeting With way less attention. <laughs> if you were married, if you were married to Janice, you would be showering a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I learned a long time ago that trying to make him shower every day was an argument I was going to always lose. So I just let it go. All right, he showers now when he wants to. It's fucking dangerous. I mean, <laughs> coming down on you. Okay, I'm going to be looking up, pass out, and drown from the spray going on my nose. I mean, God, the old self waterboard. <laughs> Actually, I have a I have a fun story about that. I was uh, just in Nashville uh, this past week, and I may have been a little intoxicated. Uh, and about two thirty in the morning, I found myself in the shower, uh, <laughs> on the ground, getting getting pelted with with water, and not even knowing how I got there. So yes, showers are dangerous. 
Um, I don't know how I got there. I was yeah, butt naked in the shower, two <laughs> thirty in the morning in Nashville, still very intoxicated. That's very funny. <laughs> and yeah, see, that's what happens when you take showers. I know they are dangerous. I'm with John on this one. It's the shower's fault. <laughs> wow. All right, we got this is a good segue here because now we're into the interpersonal relationships of John and Janice. We have you guys on as a couple, so we wanted to play a little game with the both of you. We are going to play a little uh, wrecked podcast version of the newlywed game wrecked wrecked so this is how we're going to do this right so we got some questions for each of you and we're going to ask you we're going to ask you in alternating questions, and whoever's turn it is, the other person will have to guess what their what the answer is going to be. So just like the newlywed game, right? You got you understand? All right. I think so. Do we need a joystick? I mean, no, no, you're good. <laughs> so we'll start with. No, we'll start I, with. I Okay. We'll start with John. We'll start with John. So, Janice, you're going to answer this as if John were answering it. So, to tell us what John's favorite movie is. Um. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> is that the DVD or the Blu-ray? Yeah. <laughs> you're asking unfair questions. So, let me explain something here. No, hang on. It's unfair questions because. Um, as Janice well knows, uh, and I think I've taught her a certain extent, you don't have a favorite any fucking thing in life, including sex, <laughs> by the way. I promise you, after a three-day marathon with multiple partners of the opposite or same sex, whatever turns you on, and someone says, would you rather have a blowjob or a Big Mac? You're going to go, fucking Big Mac! And you're right? up. <laughs> you know this. You know this, so in theory, I do. So when you ask her favorite movie, you're gonna, it would be for what? If for mood, for nostalgia, in order to learn something. All right, let's go with uh, recommend. My answer. Oh goddamn it! I'll shut up. <laughs> See, well, I could kind of tell you. I could kind of tell that's where you were gonna go because you were basically gonna say, "Well, he doesn't have a favorite movie." <laughs> yes, I was gonna say, that. and that's the Good correct enough. answer. That, all right, that is that was clearly the correct answer. So that's the point for Janice. So all right, next we're going. So John, you're going to answer for what you think Janice would answer. Uh, what do you do that drives Janice crazy? <laughs> How much time do you have? <laughs> and we got to take showering off the table. Yeah, showering doesn't count now because. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a big list. That, that I can no longer do that will piss the world. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that probably first and foremost, if she thought about it, the fact that um, I do whatever I damn well want rather than what she wants me to do or anybody else in this world wants me to do. I, I'm pretty sure that that's it. Janice? Yes. That's <laughs> 100% correct. <laughs> that is a great game. I'm glad we did this. Uh, all right. 
Uh, let's go with, all right, Janice, you're answering for John here. Um, what would you say that uh, John's, uh, you know, most, I, I guess. You got to word it properly, Bunch. I'm not use the word favorite anymore. So <laughs> what, is his, what is his non-crypto related hobby that he does most? Um, that he would say he does most. Watch movies. John? Absolutely, 100%. Watch movies. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm seven, seven, four fucking years old, okay? Now, it depends on where we are. I mean, if we're on a boat or something, that's a different story. If we're at a shooting range, it's a totally different story. If we were being chased by people, which happens <laughs> constantly. Constantly. Oh, my goodness. a different set of activities. However, when I'm chilling, which I've been able to do for the past three months, okay, that's rare for me, then I don't want two things. Well, I don't want three things. Four things. <laughs> Seven things. <laughs> it's actually four. I wasn't thinking properly, okay. I want food, all right? All right. I want work, I want sex, and I want movies. <laughs> Give me all four of those. Yeah, that's a good list. Oh, that's a happy life. Then I'm, 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 a happy, I'm a happy fucking camper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One of the things you just mentioned. I forgot so about we'll, sex. That's why I said three. <laughs> <laughs> and then you added food, so that's four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of food here alright we'll, we'll wrap this up with the last question here so this is going to be John you're going to answer for what you think Janice would say to this question who amongst the two of you is the better chef <laughs> fuck me fuck yes, <laughs> yes. is that true <laughs> yes it is true <laughs> John what's your uh, what's the dish you do best uh I tell you what, I do a righteous peanut butter and banana sandwich because it's really <laughs> That's my and go to. I'm going to tell you my favorite dish, okay? So what you do is you take the banana and the peanut butter, butter mm -hmm. equal quantities. You put, Don't put them in the blender because you'll never clean your blender. No, put it in the dish, mix it with a fork. Then take butter. Warm it, not so that it's melted, but so that it's very, very, very smart. And you spread it, and you keep spreading it until it is soaked through both slices of bread, almost to the other side. <laughs> a quarter of a pound of butter should do. <laughs> then... Not lying. <laughs> He's not, not lying. lying about the butter. <laughs> then, on one side, you take a very thin layer of strawberry preserves, the real shit that stuff you get at the fancy organic stores. <laughs> then you spread the peanut butter on top. Then you take mayonnaise. Oh my! <laughs> the peanut butter. Between the peanut butter and the butter on the other slice, slowly put it together. Cut the crust on all four sides. You can either triangle it or quarter it. 
you can quarter it by going parallel to each side <laughs> and make squares. Or no, one time I'm taking notes, Janice. I'm taking notes. This is I want this to be specifically. You can triangle by going corner to corner from both sides. Sit quietly. Make sure that nobody fucking disturbs you. And have an entire quart of fresh whole milk. Oh, there you go. <laughs> First thing is you sip milk. <laughs> Hang on, sip my milk. fucking chef. You ask your goddamn chef a fucking chef question, <laughs> and you are complaining because he's giving you, he's giving this you the recipe. So shut the fuck up for another one minute till now. Okay, so at this point, okay, take a sip of milk. Savor the textures. Drains down the back of the throat. Admire the pieces of triangles or squares that you have cut. Looking at each independently, how some of the peanut butter or mayonnaise drips more or less on its feet. Admire and respect it. With the left hand, reach and grab the most appealing. Gently, without doing damage to its form. Grab the quart of milk in the other hand. Throw the whole fucking slice in your mouth. Chew as fast as you can. Gulp and see if you can drink at least half a bottle of that milk as a chaser. That goddamn milk, people. Oh, I am. I'm actually kind of turned on. <laughs> That, <laughs> uh, that we're definitely you know how like you'll go on a show and they'll clip out you know what the most interesting part was and they'll put it out as a teaser we're just going to clip out the john mcafee uh perfect bananas, sandwich yes. perfect sandwich recipe <laughs> put out <laughs> if you listen if you find a better recipe and the recipe is not just in the cooking it's in the fucking presentation 100 percent to detail the post so i've given you the full fucking recipe now <laughs> if you can find a better one for a goddamn peanut butter sandwich <laughs> okay. oh my god that was amazing so uh, well th- I, th- I think that's the right place to stop we need to, that's it so uh not only was that the best well, recipe I'm ever now don't you you want one? I know I, you're literally leaving right now. I'm making one right now. <laughs> and so, but a hundred percent on the newlywed game questions, right, Chamber? This is, uh, like I said, we called them a power couple at the start of the show. They've proved that to us in, uh, in the newlywed game. I mean, I couldn't have. We knew this was going to go very well. Uh, I, I did not anticipating it going this well. That, uh, the newlywed game, the sandwich recipe at the end, I mean, uh, it's a masterpiece. Uh, we obviously appreciate to no end you coming on. Um, but yeah. Could, was, you, one, 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 could you contact him and, and see if he'll pay us $5 more? <laughs> <laughs> You got it. We'll send you some wax token, and maybe or maybe not. We might get there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Thank you guys both so much for coming on. That was a, a lot of fun. And, and, send, and please send Janice and me a link. We, we frequently, links get lost in the void. Okay? Of course. And do it on two different things. You can't be just emailed us. Um, I lose most of my emails, and Janice keeps most of hers, but 
anyway, um, if you could DM it to me on Twitter. We absolutely will, and we hope to have you both back on in another uh, before the next 122 episodes. So. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We've had a great time, and until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice. <laughs>